Hello and welcome to Awaken, Heal and Transform. I am your host, Francesca Raffa, and I am so pleased that you are here. Take this as your sign from the universe that you are on your journey to awakening, healing and transforming, to live a soul-led life of purpose, passion and alignment, reconnecting you with your innate power within. Hello and welcome to another episode of Awaken, Heal and Transform with your host, me, Francesca Raffa. It has been a long summer already. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of shifts happening. There is a lot happening cosmically and we're all feeling it. You know, we're all really feeling these shifts, whether we're conscious of them or we're unconscious of them. But something is really coming, moving through us to step up to really radically take responsibility. So I have a beautiful guest coming on uh, this episode. Her name is Robin and I um, journeyed with her through my three month container last year. And she's really inspirational because it just goes to show that when we're working with the feminine frame, we aim to create sustainable change. So this means that you're not just stepping into the container and being in that space of change there, but the change continues to ever fold and unfold. And why? Because in these spaces, what we're doing is we're tuning back into our desires and needs and learning. Well, I guess it's unlearning to then relearn and reprogram how to honor our needs and put ourselves first. And through this, we work on reconnecting to the body and listening to the subtle cues that our bodies are signaling us all day long that are telling us what it is that we need. It's just that the disconnect between our mind and our body is so strong that we often don't pick up or notice um, what is arising within us. And there's many other factors to that as well, of course. But it's just going to be a pleasure to invite Robin here to share her journey and what we move through together, but also um, what has been moving through her in her space and has guided her into taking the leap and going traveling and all these new adventures for herself in her own self-discovery as she steps up into what her calling is to be of service in the many ways that she is, that she is and she'll be talking us through that as well. So looking forward to diving deeper into this conversation with Robin. Um, so let's welcome Robin on to this episode. Hi Robin, welcome to Awaken, Heal and Transform. It's a delight to have you and to see you again on my screen um, after we spent much intimate time together last year in journeying in our space, which was so beautiful and we moved through so much and I really want to uh, bring you here because of the transformation that you've stepped into, the liberation that you've been um, sharing and your, on your, on the way you're showing up and how you are and who you are and really, really stepping into who you really are. So I want to um, open this up for you to tell us like where you were before we stepped into working together. 
and what your expectations were like what did you feel you were going to move through um, and then how was that kind of transformed through this process hello um uh where i was so it was that when did we start end of august wasn't it mm. end of august um i had just gone through a separation with my husband and it was the first time so i was living like my biggest fear of living alone so i kept staying in the relationship i think um because of that fear and at that point i there was a lot of hurt grief i think i had closed off to most people and i was just sick and tired of just living life kind of alone or being misunderstood and um, people pleasing and not living the life that I wanted to live. Um, so I think at that point, it was a, like a low, a really low point. And I was like, well, I've just got to change. I don't, like, I always knew that I wanted to do, live a life of adventure. I want, I didn't want to do the normal nine to five. Um, so I think at that point I was like, well, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. I need help. I can't do this by myself. Um, so I think going into our loveliness, I think I needed to, needed you, um, to help me get more into my body instead of my head. Cause I would, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have any purpose. I didn't have any excitement in my life I wasn't excited about anything it was just a lot of dread um and just being in my head mm. constantly and just feeling that I had because I'd gone through such pain my heart was just closed like I I couldn't connect with anyone so I think at that kind I wanted to bring back the desire of like having a purpose um and feeling excitement and feeling a lot of connection. But with my heart closed, I couldn't really do that connection part. Mm. And, I, um, and what you shared about that awakening moment of you hit a real low when you are sitting in your biggest fear, which was mm. the separation, you were alone. You were now sitting in that dark space, which would have felt like a dark space when you you feared something so much. And now here it is. Now you're there. And the only um, source that you had to be able to lean on was yourself <clears throat> and where you could reach out or what you could do for yourself to um, come back to yourself, because that ultimately was the awakening moment of like, well, I'm here, I have only myself, how, and I don't know, I don't know where that, that self is because I've fallen into this space or this role and I'm doing this, but what, who am I? What's my purpose and what's my space? Um, so you mentioned like, yeah, the, the heart being closed and it's interesting when we, uh, when we're in that space of playing these roles, we can actually um, close ourselves off from our own vulnerability. And I know we move through a lot of that and um, just want to share how that was for you. Like, what was that process of starting to first become vulnerable with yourself, let alone thinking about being vulnerable with anybody else? Yeah, horrible. I think <laughs> um, 
that was another greatest fear is like sharing emotions with other people, like being, which I've gotten a lot better, but I think through that, that was tough. I still was closing off to you a lot. I think it was like my worst fear of like, I think I, even when we were together, it was like, I was still every single day was just feeling that grief and I couldn't like express that or let it go. Like, I think it was like every day just crying by myself. And I, so I, yeah, I feel like, and also what you touched upon, I didn't feel safe, like in my body. And that's another thing I've been trying because I would just have, I lent on or leaned on my husband or before it would have been my parents. Like I always felt like I was so easygoing, except then, oh my goodness, now it's just me. Like I didn't feel that safety. Um, yeah, and especially I was okay to just cry alone, but to share that with other people, like I still, I've gotten a lot better. Um, but yeah, through that, and even because I was doing Reiki with someone else and I just remember doing just laying there like about to cry but I couldn't do it because I was like I can't do this in front of you know another human being mm. um yeah yeah and as, as women as well we I feel like that's a big one that a lot of us have to move through that vulnerability as not showing that as being a weakness as what we've been taught and told that our vulnerability or emotions are weak and, um, you know, and, and especially moving through spaces of maybe witnessing our, our mothers or, or people that we look up to in our lives as women, uh, showing that strong presence and being in this patriarchal culture of like, well, you know, there's strength and crying is weakness or so um, to actually have to break that barrier with others is is often that that big fear. And it's one of those fears that I feel like a lot of us have, like we really deeply desire within our hearts that deep connection. But it's like if we can't find the uh, comfort in that connection with self and not shaming that part of ourselves, then it's going to be very difficult to be able to share that with another intimately. So when we're stepping into like you know, your comfortability of finding safety to be able to hold yourself in your crying or in your emotions. Um, that is coming back to the body. And I love how you shared that because safety is almost like that, that only element that we have to have to be able to feel. We are unable to truly feel unless we feel safe within ourselves to hold ourselves. So um, I always like to call it that process of the inner mothering. How did you feel like we moved a lot through inner child work, didn't we? Because it, it, finding that safety, we have to go back to the foundations of um, the inner child and becoming our inner mother. And I feel like we went, we moved through quite a bit of that. How was that process? Yeah, I think at first it was hard to like connect with her or like I didn't know like what to do. Mm. Um, but even now it's still like a process. Like I remember one, like just recently, cause I keep remembering, uh, you've got to do the inner child work. And I just remember, like, I had a picture of her, and I just remember crying because I just didn't keep her safe, like, through an incident in the past. Um, and it is, like, I will just, it is tough, because I think you do then, like, if you feel fear or any emotion, it's like, why is this 
happening. And it, for me, I always had to go back to try and figure out where it came from. Like for me, understanding, oh, it, then I can, I don't know, I feel like then I can be more empathetic and be like, well, no wonder mm-hmm. like this happened. Then I can like sympathize with her a bit more. Um, so it is interesting because it just seems to be always the same pattern. Like now that I've kind of connected, it's like, oh, it's this, like when you get down to the root, mm-hmm. like issue. Yeah. Um, so I do find it still tricky um, because it's like a picture or like, you know, it's just like, am I talking to myself? Um, but it is one that I think will be like a journey. Like there are good times but it is just that understanding instead of like shaming her or Mm -hmm. feeling that like sadness or emotion or fear like if you shouldn't be feeling this way and it's like well I think that's where the understanding comes from if I know what the root cause is it's like oh um there is more of that sympathy I would say yeah like bringing in that self-compassion and and acceptance whole self rather than adult robin or adult version of how it should look or should be yes and i think yeah because that's like sometimes i think well i shouldn't still be feeling like i thought that i'd heal something and then something will come up and it's like oh and i will still sometimes like shame it but i've come to realize that's always going to be a part of me like even in the summer when being alone was like my greatest fear. Mm. And I think that's more like the inner child's greatest fear. But me as a woman living alone, I've always dreamt of it, like having a studio flat. So it's like a weird combination of like, you're living your worst fear, but then it's like your greatest goal. Or like, as I say, being seen when I said to you that my greatest fear as like the inner child is being seen but then I always want to be seen as well. Like if I'm like in my woman, like I just love being seen. So it's, I feel like it's just, I've come to realize it's like a balance. Like I need to be like, it's okay. I've got you. Mm -hmm. And then just have her in my back pocket and be like, it's okay because I will be there for you to like soothe you through this. But it's almost saying like, I've got your back, like a balance. Like it's just always going to be there. It's not, it'll get easier, but I think that fear or whatever that trigger is, it's always there. And to not, I think for me, it's to not shame that when it comes up and think, oh, it's, it should be already healed. Mm. <laughs> That's always a good one, yeah. That I, it should be already healed, right? Because yeah. the fears are going to continue revealing. And, and the fear element, it's like, If we all knew how beautiful it is to have fears, because when we have our fears, we all have fears, and we dive into them and work with the fear, um, that is our greatest liberator. Like you said, like you you fear being alone, but then ultimately you always had this vision of what that would be like and how freeing and liberated you would be in your own studio flat and this and that. And it's like, so it's the um, duality really, or the counterbalance mm. paradox of the fear that it's like, oh, this is going to be so much come up for your growth. Um, and ultimately that's what it comes down to is like, when we think about things on that grander perspective of why we are having this living experience is to 
move through um, things of growth. And that really does evolve around entering those fears from a space of how can you teach me? How can you teach mm -hmm. me so I can rise, rise higher? And you were sharing about moving from being in your head a lot and into your body and heart. Was there a moment where you felt like you understood that connection? Um, or do you feel that it just kind of subtly happened where you were picking up on the cues more knowing that we were working with the body or what was that like for you? Yeah, I think, I think it was a gradual thing or I think, mm. I remember it was, I think February or something where all these people were like magnetized to me. Like I feel like I could feel things a lot more. I wasn't feeling anything. Like I was just numb mm. and it was just, I could just feel a lot more like love in my heart space where before it wasn't there. And it wasn't until like, there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, I'm just feeling, it was just like a gradual thing where I was like, oh my God, like I'm feeling so much. And at the same point, I didn't, I didn't want to feel it either. You know, it was just like, oh, it's almost like scary. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, that embodiment is just, and it got to a point like February, it was, I just remember feeling a lot more as opposed to numbness. And then I remember always thinking, okay, go back to the body. Like if I was too much of my head, it'd be like, okay, well then just sit in silence and, you know, <laughs> do the thing that we would do. Cause then answers would just, you know, kind of pop up. They're always there. It's just the fear would go into um, my head. And I think it was like April things really started shifting. And I remember I decided to have a bath and self-care and like do have a glass of wine. And all of a sudden, like, I couldn't feel my heart anymore. You know, like alcohol will like numb you. And I was, then I started crying because I was like, I don't want that to happen. Like I got to a point where it's like, I love the highs and lows of it. Like I'm now just obsessed with <laughs> feeling everything. You know, it's just sometimes it's just so low, but I'm like, who cares? Just. This is so exciting as opposed to I wasn't feeling anything mm. at all. Wow. That mm. is like the spectrum of living mm. to the experience that we get to move through. Like the, when we fully feel the pain, then we can fully experience the joy. And it's like that is the yeah, that's where we want to sit on because and it, and, it, and it takes a lot to come into that safety with self um, to be able to allow yourself to feel. And so when you start to, to feel everything around you, it can feel a lot. And I think um, you were touching on and we touched upon this around like the, the people pleasing um, element as well, which I want to talk a little bit about, because this is such a this is such a big one for for women, which which we get conditioned with and um you know like be quiet do what you're told be the good girl you know keep be keep the keep the peace yeah right we just want to be in that space of like keeping everyone happy and especially if we hold that role in our family dynamic how that then um comes through and i know this is a big thought part of what we worked through and how when you shift that to begin to feel into 
oh, this is what I'm feeling rather than always attuning to what everyone else is feeling and feeding their needs, but actually feeling what it is that your body needs in the process and recognizing the difference or being able to create that boundary of, okay, I can recognize and see what's there, but what, what have I got capacity for in this moment to be able to provide? And I think that's where coming into the body often comes through, isn't it? When you're feeling like, or like um, that you might sense a heaviness or what were some of the cues that you were able to recognize your boundaries in? I think, yeah, there's, since working with you, there's been a lot of like new friends and relationships where it's taught me, like it's given me to practice, like not people pleasing. Um, but yeah, as you say, it was hard for me because I can empathize so easily with people. Mm. And so I know exactly what they need mm -hmm. um, me to do. And I still, I'm catching it a lot more um, where I'll just, I don't know if I have a cue. I don't know what it is now because before I wouldn't notice it. Mm -hmm. Where now I just do. And that's a good question. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm really but um yeah I've just realized with people pleasing one it was to feed my ego mm -hmm. um and two it was just like a safety thing and I think that's what my marriage was I knew exactly what to do for him but then I forgot about myself and what I need it. And now I've just realized there's been people come into my life where they people please. And, and I've been people pleased. And I'm like, that's really gross. Like, it's a gross feeling now because I'm like, are they just like, I don't trust them because I don't know where they're going. And I'm like, is that how people have just perceived me where I'm just, it's so much easier to just, if you ask someone to hang out and they say no, because blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, thank you, because I would hate for them to say yes and hang out with me when they don't want to. Like I now have like people who have come into my life where they just say exactly what they're thinking. And I'm like, this is such like, that's so easy. You know, and I, it's not like I'm upset with them ever. I'm just like, thank you. Like I don't, I can't handle people now that are people pleasing. Like I I can sense it because obviously that was me. So I can see one a mile away. Um, and it, you, you have just stronger connections because it's, you can trust them to just say what they're feeling, what they're thinking. They're not just doing it just to please that person. I just have realized that you cannot trust someone like that. And that's how I've grown up the whole time because you don't know what they're thinking at all. They're just constantly trying to think, what do you need? And then do that. And then how can you, how can you make a really deep connection with someone who's just fulfilling the other person's needs? Yeah. You can't find, they don't know who you are then because they're just doing what the other person needs and it's just I find like I'm having deeper connections now because I'm just showing up like who I am and it is scary so scary to just say 
what I'm feeling. Like if someone has triggered me, I just say that has triggered me and I need to end this conversation. Like I, or I now even say, I don't want to hang out because I'm, you know, I'm just tired. I don't need to give an excuse. It's just, I don't need to, or like a relationship has this guy has come into my life and I've just kind of said exactly what's on my mind and it's been scary but it's just it's a lot easier <laughs> I just it's just a deeper connection because it's like I'm just saying what I need I'm just saying exactly what's on my mind about things and I kind of don't pull back and it's just getting um it's just getting easier and easier the more times I'm just saying like this is going to be tough for me but I just need to say this and get it off my chest and nothing bad happens <laughs> I love that wow celebrating celebrating that right because it's such a long way to come and it is this journey that it takes and it's um oh I'm just like dipping the water to trust mm. in this and I, I remember when we were working together there was exercises or practices I'd say well try it out in this space and um, do this and see if you know see how that works and it is about relearning a new yeah. way of being so that you can um stand in the um empowerment of actually well this is who I am and it's I can show up as I am because you know that's what i'm here to, to be and to do and and the more i step into that the more i will actually attract in what's meant for mm -hmm. me and be in my alignment because i'm moving forward in alignment and people pleasing is such an interesting um such an ingrained one and i also recognize this within myself as i'm moving through the recovering of people pleasing where it's like you know, I, I use people pleasing as a deflection, um, as a major, major deflection from my from being vulnerability or from being seen, because mm. it's a great one to go. Well, I've got you. I'll take you. I'll just, you know, I can see what you need and I'll just carry it and I'll be there. And then and then you're like, well, well and it does. And I love actually how you said it feeded it fed your ego. And then the more you dropped into your body and your heart, you realize, oh, my heart, my heart doesn't want to be doing all that people pleasing because my heart truly wants to be seen for all that I am, and not just for, from another, but from myself. And so the early stages of people pleasing, it's a, a very beautiful protective mechanism that um, I've come to realize, and many of us have come to realize, that you, that you use as a protection so that, um, because you're afraid of people seeing the certain shadows that you have not been able to witness and hold within yourself. So people pleasing is that aspect of like, well, you know, no one's going to trigger me if I just take on, or if I, you know, put everybody else's needs in front of my own, nobody's going to trigger me or make me face something that I don't want to see within myself. But when you take the accountability and the responsibility as you, as you have done, you move through the work and you're able to sit in um, some of those things that you didn't really want to face like willingly, but if you entered into it and you were there and then you've got it, you're facing it, the more that you face those shadows or those fears and those parts of you that are shamed and all of these things that we've we've held, um, it's a lot easier to open your heart then because you've already accepted them and you've already welcomed them in. So even if someone else is seeing that within you, you know how to, to, to hold that within yourself, if that makes sense, right? Yes, because I think that was the thing, there's a lot of shame of feeling um certain emotions mm. that I thought it was that 
Um, yeah, but sharing emotions was weak, but the people pleasing, yeah, definitely fed my ego and is a protective thing that I would lose them as a friend if I didn't do that certain thing, or I didn't at the same time, because I feel what other people feel, mm -hmm. I didn't want them also to feel that rejection. So, yeah, it was a hard thing that I was keeping on to friends that I didn't really jive with, and I didn't want them to feel that rejection, but they're not going to feel that rejection. It was just, we don't, I'm tired. It's not going to be a fun time hanging out together. And I think also the people pleasing, it was a lot of draining my energy. It was just like how I said about sports day. Remember how I was like, what's sports day? Well, sports day was just an ego complete ego boost and so now that I've kind of healed things a lot more the past sports day was horrible <laughs> it was <laughs> just it wasn't as fun because I just didn't need that ego boost <laughs> so it was just like I'm doing this and then what is the gain like I didn't have that ego boost to like propel me and keep the energy going so it's just me working really hard for not that same gratification because I didn't need it I didn't need the like mm -hmm. people saying well done you're so amazing and it was so funny because usually people would like the head teacher would tell me oh the parents said how amazing it is she didn't even tell me this time she didn't even say thank you and it was like interesting because it was like I always needed that before and now that I peeled it it was like well you don't need it like someone's not going to say so it's just a interesting thing but yeah healing the people pleasing has made me realize I have more energy and I can have deeper connections um yeah through it for sure and it was interesting remember how you told me like after we finished our three-month thing and then it was like go and celebrate and I so I booked a hotel I haven't told you this I booked a hotel in Toronto mm -hmm. and it was interesting because that's when because I was in Toronto the guy that I'm now uh seeing was in like in Toronto so we had matched on this astrology app and it was through that I wasn't ready with him in February or January and then everything as, I, as soon as I opened it was like all these people were just flocking like magnetized towards me and I it was interesting because now I can just sort of practice like because it was like, here we go. We're going to try things out, heart open. We're just going to be vulnerable and just say what we want. And like the connections that I now have, like with friends or whoever is just brilliant. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, like all that healing. And it was so funny, like the celebration thing, go to a hotel, connect with this person. And now it's like, test it out. So let's see what happens when you are. And it's, it's through all that work of just opening my heart with you and feeling safe in my body and feeling that I can be that ego boost to myself. That it's like all this stuff, like now quitting my job. And I feel like we were trying to, the whole point was to try and get into joy, adventure, passion, and like connection. And it's just like, you don't think it's happening or you don't think it's working at the end of it until it's like four months later. And like everything we said was just boom, like mm -hmm. thrown to me. Um, 
Mm, the power of the energetics, right? When we're shifting, yeah. when we're shifting in the unseen, it's a bit of a, it's a, it's a whole kind of new level because we're in this world. We're so used to seeing the instant results, instant yes. gratification, and everything is kind of designed to give us that. And if it's not happening, we're like, oh well, pff, continuous like that resistance and that pushback, mm. and then it's like well, I'll just have to go down another route. And you see this a lot where people are just like, right, well, that's not working. I'll go down this route, I'll go down this route. And, and it's this constant productivity of like running on that hamster wheel of, well, I'm going to wait and see when something works. And then, but all the time in those spaces, when I say we're in that rat race, it's like, actually, that's what the world wants us to do, wants us to go faster, to move further away from the truth and integrity and moving us further away from the heart as we're just trying to run and grab. But actually in those moments, it's like, slow down, stop, pause, take a whole break from all of it to come back into that, come back into the heart. And um, like you were saying, when you're moving on that hamster wheel, there is this idea of wanting to receive the validation from everything else externally to see, to say you're doing a good job, but yeah. how sustainable is does that become after and it leads to that burnout doesn't it and even just um speaking with you in in this moment now the the energy of the grounded presence of there's no need to prove there's no need to be anything other than who i am i trust myself wholeheartedly i've got myself no one needs to um come in with their validation because i can validate myself and my worth and this is really what i'm what I'm seeing in terms of the transformation. And when you're stepping into that embodiment, then what is possible for you? Like you're able, you take, you took the leap to leave your job, which you know a year ago would have felt like the scariest possible thing ever. So talk me through this process of what kind of, what's moving through within you to be like, I've got myself. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's definitely, a journey and again one that you know it's gradual and you don't really know yeah. that it's happening mm -hmm. but even like through this process of like packing things up I've noticed it a lot more because before I would rely on someone else you know like this is too stressful this is too overwhelming there's too many little boxes I'm not going to be able to cope and do all this and I think when I didn't have there was overwhelmed, but I think I knew that I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of everything aligned anyways. Like I was always tinkering about leaving yeah. my job, but I didn't know like financially how that was going to work. Um, and it, just through the process of the divorce and separating our resources, and I, at first I didn't think like I was going to, cause we were selling a flat mm -hmm. or he was giving me whatever. Um, but I wasn't thinking that that money, I would just need to use it on a down payment for another place. And it was kind of, I just had a download. Why don't you use a portion and just go like, why are you being so ridiculous? Everything is aligning perfectly mm -hmm. for this moment for you to just quit your job you want to quit your job just do it and I didn't feel scary like even leaving um like my last day I wasn't sad 
like I was sad because I've made good connections with the children and teachers and everything, but it just felt right. And even knowing that I'm going to go travel Southeast Asia by myself to, I have to have myself. I have to be like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that without having someone else usually to make that big of leap. Mm -hmm. And I just don't feel scared. Like it's just more, well, maybe on the day on the plane it might be a different story, but <laughs> right now it's just so excitement to do it. And I know that I will be fine. I think knowing that I will be fine and feeling confident in that is different to how I, if I think back to how I was before, I don't think I would have been able to make that big of leap. It would have been too scary unless I had someone with me for sure because I didn't feel safe to just be by myself I've done solo traveling but it was like Europe so it wasn't you know <laughs> yes it's different it's a, yes yeah. and to not know where I'm gonna end up like I don't have a safety net like after a year Firstly, just my heart as you're sharing the story is expanding because um, the trust that you've instilled within yourself to meet yourself moment to moment. And it's really about when we're working with the heart and we're coming back into the heart, it's presence. And it knows I am presence. And this is a really beautiful statement that I feel like I've been sharing a lot recently. but. We can only ever meet ourselves in this moment. And what do you want to do in this moment? You want to go traveling. You want to be on that space. If you're on the plane and you're going to come up with fear, yeah, but you trust yourself enough to know how to hold yourself. And I think that's, that's, that's how we are. You know, we want to live more fully. Well, then we have to live in presence with what is what we're needing in this moment in time and whatever comes up whatever months down the line that's that's when we'll meet it because if you don't take what your heart is desiring to, to tell you to do now you're missing out on the opportunities that could present themselves in those moments um, and that's what it means to live in alignment with your heart-led drive and that's that's what's going to to drive our passion forward and that's what's going to make us live with passion and purpose so just celebrating all of what's to come and i'm really really excited for you and your journey. And um, I know that when we were working together, you always wanted to step into um, wanting to help people and, and change or have a transition into your career and becoming this coach. And I know you've mentioned a little bit about that coming and, and, sh and I'd love you to share um, what you have planned in the future around this. Yes, I'm hoping to dive in um in September oh butterfly I've been seeing a lot of butterflies recently and I know it's all all about transformations because also the last day of school we are in masks in my catholic school and it was the last song and I always cry it doesn't matter because I'm leaving anyways right in between on the altar a butterfly started swirling around I was like oh my god this is freaky um yeah so I think I've always been toying with the idea of coaching I'm a teacher, so it's, I've always wanted to teach people anyways, yeah. children. And I think for me, my biggest, you always are a coach of like what your biggest struggles were. So I think all growing up, it's like, who am I? I never knew what I liked. And that's because of the people pleasing. Like, how are you supposed to know who you are when 
I'm a chameleon and can just blend in with what everyone else wants. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just coming into myself and figuring out because you can't love yourself either if you don't know who you are how do you know so I think it's that journey helping people figure out who they are and then actually accepting themselves because you can go and just hate different parts of you and all the triggers and all the fears um and just being able to accept um themselves and then I think guiding through relationships obviously were a hard thing friendships romantic all of that was hard because again how do you how do you set boundaries and standards when you don't know who you are mm. so I think that's the past five years I've been trying to figure out who I am and accept that and it's like now that I've kind of I've done that work and things with you it's like all the relationships are being flooded towards me and it's like now okay here's my next thing of just practicing um that sort of thing so i think guiding women more figuring out who they are accepting themselves what that looks like in terms of relationships and what that looks like in terms of purpose and what they want mm -hmm. to lead a life with um definitely will be in the works so i'm pretty i'm pretty pumped about it Mm, watch this space, Robin. And you're also a Reiki uh, master as well, aren't you? To weave Not in. a master. Not a master. Level two. Reiki, Reiki practitioner. Yeah. To weave in your um, magic of healing as well. So watch this space for your offerings to come forth. I'm just excited for you to step into your purpose and into this journey with everything that's meant to bring. And um, being in your feminine magnetism as well, recognizing mm. that when you align to yourself, what that flocks in you know this is energetics the attraction like be what you want to attract in your life and that's when it all comes back to go within you know if we're wanting something well how can we become that so that we can attract that in we have to become what we what we want so um beautiful thank you so much i'm just aware of the time so i'd love to just ask if there are any final words of wisdom that you want to leave the listeners with or any teachings that you want to to drop in as like a mic drop moment <laughs> I think it's more if you're feeling the fear it's being curious about it why is the fear and then kind of just toy in and do the fear because that's where like the magic happens there's always the fear is there because of the growth and I think it's just if you're feeling something just say it to someone just say what you're feeling because they might be feeling the same way and it's just it's life is a lot better and magical when you can have that deep connection through being a lot more vulnerable mm -hmm. um yeah and opening up your heart if I can just say just open up your heart and work with you because when you <laughs> embody yourself magic just it's just you're magnetized as you say mm. you know, things just come to you like it's just easy it's not easy but it's a roller coaster but it's it's a fun ride it's a fun ride yes i love that thank you so much um open your heart 
feel the fear, do it anyway. Um, and remember that you are the magic. Mm. You are the magic. Thank you so much, Robin, for sharing this time with me and sharing our journey. Um, I'm going to pop your details into the show notes so that everyone can follow you on your journey and watching your space of more transformation as you step into off your offerings that are coming in the fall. So thank you so much, Robin. Yeah, thank you as always.